It's November 17th, 2010. For National Podcast Post Month, this is Description Daily. Okay, I'm just trying to think of a, a rough date of when this was. This would be Prestat in North Wales. Um, think. Somewhere IRO in region of 2001 to 2003. Anyway. So I book a week off work just because, like, me... And what? Yeah, just so uh, yeah, me and Paul are just gonna go off and have fun somewhere, and it turns out there's gonna be uh, a snooker pro am, an annual pro am actually. Um, I think it's probably either the March or the or probably the August one actually. Um, up in Prestat in North Wales, so we we go up, um, and we're unsure about our digs, so. Uh, last minute we organised that we're going to stay with uh, two guys called Stuart and Craig Roper they're both brothers um, Craig was or still is a professional I can't remember um, anyway so that's all good so we're staying in this chalet uh, what do you call it over here hun? not a chalet is it? it could be a chalet cottage could, well like a little one story kind of Almost like a prefabricated building, but bungalow, like a bungalow, yeah, yeah something like that. Like a sort of cheap deal, anyway. Um, it's got like four beds in it, so yeah, we're we're cool. So we're going to stay with them, and it's well and good. What, what are you doing? No, you're fine. Anyway, we get up to press that in after a few stops on the way in real, and uh, yeah, we get up there and we get to the gate, and there's a a guy with two guys. There's Roger Hancorn and his son Ben Hancorn, who is definitely now still a professional. I think he's top 32, actually. Um, but at the time, we're all like, amateur players. Now, well, I'm an ex-pro, and Paul's just driving. And we're just getting to this chalet, and uh, we get to the gate, and you've got to have a ticket to get in, but the guy at the ticket booth isn't there. The gate for what? what which? Well, there's a gate to get to the car through so you got one of those kind of levers that goes up and down you mean the grounds that the uh, bungalow is on you know you know the thing that you looked at where they had that metal concert where the Halloween were yeah yeah. it's there oh right it's It's like a sleepaway camp sort of yeah it's that kind of right got it got it it. Um, but the guy who's in a little booth who lets the arm go up and down to let cars through he's not there he's not there anymore he's he's gone for a, a dinner break or something but it just so happens that Ben and his dad Roger um, they're sort of standing around in the area and Paul's like hey Ben can you like, get the gate up so we can go through but you know we've got tickets we'll pass them as we, you know, when we get in we'll hand them he's like yeah sure yeah yeah and Ben's got a match the next day as we all, well, I did. I, I wasn't playing actually. I apologise for that one. I wasn't playing. We were just there just to have fun and drink, really. Um, as the thing comes down, I was accidentally uh, talking to Ben on the way through because he was manually lifting it up, right? Mm-hmm. I was sort of, uh, I can't remember what I was saying to him, but I was, what was the word? Not irritating, I was. Uh, 
annoying. No, not even annoying. Just uh, being just silly. Being silly and, and and taking his attention away. Anyway, he crushed distracting. Distracting is what I was doing, and he crushed his hand <laughs> under the. If you can imagine between the the sort of hinge between this long, ah. thing, yeah, he crushed his hand under that, and was just, well not disqualified, but he pulled out the tournament. And now Roger now blames me and Paul for this. As well, he forever, could. even, even yeah. now, even now. Last time I played Ben, he still says, "Remember, press that." In? <laughs> anyway, so that's the first thing. That's the first thing. This, that's the tamest part of it. So we named his hand for life. Yeah, we've taken out one he of the best. Ruined his career. Taken out probably the or one of the best players in the tournament. Um, you didn't actually ruin his career, right? No. Okay. Didn't improve it though. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's like this amateur tournament going on. And there's a pro am tournament where everyone's involved, and then you have got the pro tournament, and Jimmy White was playing. Yes. Um, and it was. Stupid o'clock in the morning on a like a one of the nights probably a probably a Saturday or something, and I, uh, me, Paul, and a few other friends are at the bar, and I've yet to meet Jimmy White at this point in my life, right? But he's a bit of a bit of a hero, yeah. And I'm like, I'm that I'm sat there sort of nobbling away with Paul and people and stuff and I've turned around going, in a pretty drunken voice going, Jimmy <laughs> right? pointing at him yeah oh yeah Jimmy and I didn't I didn't notice the fact that there were two or three quite large guys sort of with him oh no because uh, Jimmy's drunk as well and of course uh, and I'm, I'm I've just sort of got off my stool to walk over and Paul's to put his arm in front of me like like that barrier thing. Mm. No. I'm like, oh, it's Jimmy. <laughs> I always speak to Jimmy. He's gone, no. He's gone, what are you going to say to him? I'm like, oh, I don't know. He's gone, oh, God, here we go. And he's kind of come out. I've walked over to Jimmy, surrounded by these big people that I still hadn't noticed, really. <laughs> Paul's like shadowing me, thinking, oh, and, uh, something's going to happen. I'm going, Jay, Jimmy, how you doing, man? And he's like, I'm like, hey, how are you? Uh, what do you want? I'm like, Jimmy. And I'm, I'm there, like, wobbling, Aww. falling over practically, saying, oh, I used to be a, like, pro snooker player. You, you were my inspiration. Oh, and bearing in mind, though, at this point, Jimmy's been going through, like, the biggest alcohol problem of his life. So as far as he's concerned... He's got some guy who's like falling over drunk, used to be a snooker player, telling him I'm his inspiration. Oh. Not good. And I'm sort of looking around at Paul, and Paul's going, looking over me at some people that I now begin to notice are here, these big guys. He's going, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, anyway, we got out of that one. So that was that was quite funny. And don't then, hurt me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, just don't shoot the uh, the guy who didn't know him. <laughs> so <laughs> following day, we we get up and uh, Craig and uh, we're in the chalet now. Craig and Stuart got a play. I think it was the next day. 
Everyone's got hangovers. I mean, it's just the way it is in England with snooker. People just drink. <laughs> um, yeah, Craig and Stu get up and they got to play. And I, me and Paul like wake up a little bit later and he knocks on my door. He's going, hey, we've got to go up and get some breakfast or something. So I'm just going to go down the road and get some eggs and bacon and some bread and stuff and just have some breakfast in the chalet and then go off and you know, see what's going on, you know, in, on site. Like, yeah, cool. Anyway, so what I didn't realise is that after we've had breakfast and we've just left the chalet, Paul puts a bunch of tea bags in the toaster, right? Oh, yeah. I might have mentioned this. Mm. Oh, this is... This Probably fairly close to when Stuart and Craig are due back. This is so bad. Oh, it's ridiculously bad. <laughs> so... Anyway, so me and Paul go out. I didn't know this was going on, and he, he, apparently this... You must have known they were coming back at that point. You must, you must have had a phone call or something. Because we've gone off for a drink, and literally a pint through having a drink. Um, Craig, or Stuart, I can't remember which, I think it was Craig, came running into the bar where he knew we would be, and he's gone, what the fuck did you do? And... Paul's like, what? And I'm like, what? You know, all we've done, as far as I know, is wake up, have breakfast, and come to the bar. Mm. He's gone, oh, I got back to the chalet, and there's like smoke everywhere. There's smoke coming out the windows, the doors can't see where you're going. And he's gone, eventually, I won't open up all the windows and doors, like fully, and, and clears out a bit. And all I can see is this smouldering mess on the kitchen top. So he, and Paul's like, well, what'd you do? He said, well, I picked up like a rolling pin or something and just started batting it like as hard as I could. Like <laughs> Paul's like, "What? You did what?" He, he, he said, "I said, he said, well, I, I know what I left there." He said, "That's industrial semtex." He said, "You <laughs> what? Industrial semtex? You know, um, like the stuff that the Irish use if if you drop it, oh. it's likely to explode, yeah. right?" And Craig understands this, of course. And he's like, <gasps> And he believed it, of course. And Paul, and I now kind of know what's going on. He's got a fucking prank going on. Right? Um, Paul's like, oh, God. And then he started laughing, and I went, what was it? He's gone, all right, Craig. So don't worry, it was just some tea bags. I thought it was scary. And that was the first night before we were actually staying with oh, hey. Oh, yeah, they were thinking about getting a new chalet for themselves, because they both won that day, and they were thinking, there's no way we're going to get through this week. <laughs> He had to start it right off the bat then. Absolutely. Why? And there was something after that as well. <laughs> I think no. it was I think it was that evening. Well because what do you do after that for heaven's sakes? He had to have come up with it, something. Well, it, no, it was it was a couple of evenings later. It was when the netball girls turned up and The netball it was, girls. It was a similar one to the uh, the whole oh, what's it called? Chicago thing where he told something to a girl and I never know uh. I never want to know what it was but don't do it again type thing and again I'm getting on famously well with a girl mm-hmm. and I, I went off to the washroom again and came back and I'm like oh she's great blah 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 oh netball girls yay she'll have her own chalet he's <laughs> gone oh I don't think you're going to do too well with that mate I'm like why he's gone look over there and she's Totally on the dance floor with her tongue down another girl. 
Each time she's like a lesbian, she was like totally leading you on. I'm like, oh. Aww. Yeah. Well, it wasn't his fault that time. Well, I reckon he said something. Yeah. <laughs> and she was totally over it. Aww. Good times, though. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> nice job wrapping that up. Yeah. Yeah, they are good times, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To find out more and subscribe, go to descriptiontoronto.com.